Welcome, Foreign Born Mamas. I'm your host, Nurjan Sturbins, and this podcast is dedicated to helping you thrive in motherhood. Are you thriving as a foreign born mom? Or are you struggling with anger, anxiety, and depression? If struggle is your reality, it doesn't have to be your truth. We can change by increasing our self awareness, shedding old patterns, and shifting our mindsets. We can evolve into more conscious moms and forge a new path for ourselves and our children. Let's take the steps together for Ingrown Mama. Let's thrive. Welcome, mamas. Thank you so much for joining to this new episode. Today, I want to talk to you guys about anxiety, how we don't know much about it, and how it can be very similar to the symptom of ADHD, and how we can talk and how it can affect us in our lives, in our parenting and marriage, and how we can possibly spot it in ourselves and what we can do about it. And I'm going to share with you guys some of the things I do to help me to navigate my life with anxiety. I hope that will be helpful for you guys. So I found about my anxiety just a year ago. One and a half years ago, I was listening to a talk by Mel Robbins. She's one of those amazing speakers where she was talking about ADHD. And she was mentioning that like over millions of girls go undetected for ADHD because its symptoms are manifested so differently than boys. So boys, if they have ADHD, they are like very hyper. They will be jumpy. They can't sit on the table. But apparently for girls, it's actually very opposite. They get really quiet and they cannot focus. So the symptoms are totally different. And when she mentioned that, I was very surprised, but it made me curious. So I ordered the book that she was recommending, and I can put the, in the link show the book if you guys are interested. And I started reading about the ADHD. When I started reading it, I really strongly resonated with a lot of stories that I found in the book and the symptoms that were people mentioning. And people were mentioning that if they have ADHD, they have trouble focusing, they have difficulty with time management, they're very disorganized, they get easily overwhelmed when things are messy or there are a lot of things to do, or they struggle with attention, especially to details. I recognized these things in me, and I was at that time struggling with focusing on tasks. And then I was also, I felt like I was wasting a lot of times and I could just never make progress that I wanted. And I kept seeing that other people could take care of these things and do it really efficiently. And for some reason, I struggled. I just couldn't do it. That's what drew me to this book. I sent an email to my doctor and I said, I think I might have ADHD. How can we check it out? She sent me this ADHD form that I had to fill it out. I passed everything with flying colors and she said, yep, you have an ADHD. And she prescribed a medication called Adderall to start. Adderall is supposed to help you focus better. And I took the Adderall and that night I couldn't sleep the whole night. I was like a zombie owl. <laughs> I couldn't close my eyes and I felt this strong vibrations inside my neck. The next day I stopped and I called my doctor and I told about it. I said I just couldn't sleep and I felt like very shaky and I could feel vibrations inside me. The doctor asked me to stop. After much discussion, we realized that I have an anxiety. Through this process, I learned that anxiety and ADHD may have very similar symptoms. 
a lot of the times doctors may not even know the difference. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of women get diagnosed with ADHD and start taking medications when in fact they have actually anxiety or it could be vice versa. It would have been helpful if I could share more information with a doctor in terms of like how my body feels, what are the things triggering me to my doctor if I was sharing that information. But unfortunately, I was sort of disconnected from my body and I was not really aware of myself, what is happening to me. I just knew I was struggling with focus. So I couldn't really give also good information to my doctor. So I want to take that responsibility for that part. And another thing that is playing a part here is in Kyrgyzstan, I've never grew up learning about anxiety. I honestly never heard someone having anxiety. And I don't think we even have a word in our vocabulary for anxiety. I know that we have a term like worrying, so people worry a lot, but that's about it. I started researching about anxiety and I found out that in the U.S. it's very common mental health condition, but it actually seemed to be misused so much that it lost its significance, that a lot of people may not know that they have anxiety because a lot of people believe that if you have anxiety, that means you have panic attacks or unexplainable fears or phobias of like impending doom. Or you have uncontrollable shakes and vibrations, basically like you're an unstable person. But anxiety can manifest itself through my research I'm finding out very differently with each person. Sometimes it could be very subtle and you will only know it, unfortunately, if you pay attention to yourself and you grow your self-awareness and you educate yourself about it. My anxiety, now that I started paying attention, I started noticing that when I socialize with people, I have excessive armpit sweats. And I used to feel very ashamed about it. And I just didn't know why. Deodorants wouldn't work. And I put so much and still didn't work. So that was one of the symptoms. And I felt vibrations and shakiness when I was talking to someone or if I had to speak. And I had this racing thoughts. I couldn't sleep. If I was worried about something, all night I would be thinking about it and I was catastrophizing it and I wouldn't sleep at all. And I also had excessive worrying. So I always worried that something bad would happen and I couldn't see that it could lead to something good. And I had anger explosions with my children because of how impatient and how anxiety can debilitate your nervous system. And I was exhausted and I was, I guess, also having trouble focusing. And I'm learning that my anxiety is very much triggered by social engagement when I have to socialize with people or when I have to speak publicly like on podcast or somewhere else like a summit, a conference or any type of speaking. I feel anxious when I'm confronted or challenged or criticized by someone. I also feel anxious when I have to perform something and I need to bring results and I get anxious if I am also challenged. Like the fear of failure is pretty strong. And it is possible that I might have ADHD and anxiety too at the same time. And I talk to my doctor and unfortunately, they cannot treat both at the same time. So it has to be one or another, depending which one is the most prominent. For me, it has been anxiety. We have been focusing on anxiety. And the interesting thing about my triggers of anxiety, if I look at it from this, you know, conscious person level, right, is that all those descriptions I gave it to you guys, when I am triggered, when I feel anxious, they actually all come from my childhood traumas. 
I grew up always afraid to speak up and say what I want. I grew up afraid to be seen for who I am. I was always afraid that people will judge me or criticize me for how I looked or how I behaved. And I was always also afraid to fail. So I remember how I used to be really afraid not to bad grades at school because of how my teacher or my parents would react. I was also always afraid to be criticized or judged by my neighbors or aunts. I had to be always in line with what they wanted me to be. And I was always afraid, of course, of my dad, who was very unstable with his alcoholic, violent behaviors. I was afraid all the time growing up as a girl. And when you're afraid, your nervous system gets activated constantly to fight and flight mode. Basically, when you are afraid, your nervous system thinks you're in danger. It activates and gets you ready to run or freeze, right? If you don't do one or another, it thinks that you're going to die. And I'm realizing that I was in constant fight and flight mode. And when your nervous system gets activated, your body pumps adrenaline and cortisol, these hormones that helps you to run or fight. And if it happens a lot, basically all that build up from all the stressful life situation can create anxiety. That's the best explanation I can find why I have the anxiety and how it shows up in my life. And it's not fun. I have to say anxiety is debilitating. I wish I knew more about it growing up and got help, mental health help in high school. I probably would have had it easier. The way my anxiety affects me right now is I am constantly hypervigilant all the time. And so my nervous system gets hyperactivated and I have to constantly do exercises that helps my nervous system and calms me. Because of anxiety, I cannot do a lot of things that I would like to do. It limits my ability in engaging with friends and pursue my goals, even getting a full-time job. And it affects me in my parenting. I'm struggling to be patient and engage with my kids because of how activated I can be. When you're activated, you don't have a lot of energy because your body's constantly trying to keep you stable and you don't have a lot of energy. We will be prone to anger explosions more than any other woman who doesn't have anxiety. Learning all this about myself, I had to change things in my life. I had to create boundaries for me to rest and recover. I used to have a very heavy schedule where I did a lot of things and that made me feel good because I'm super hyperproductive person, type A, I guess. And I had to feel good about myself. And now I don't do that. Now I have a sort of loose schedule and I put only things that really matters. And I have to be really intentional to create pockets during my day to rest. So if I work on a podcast in the morning or if I have some kind of play date, I have to make sure that after that, I have nothing back to back, that I have time then to go and lay down to rest and do some breathing exercises that can help to calm down my nervous system or take a shower or do something that can help me to recharge. And I've never done that before. And I think because of that, my anxiety has gotten so bad. And now I'm struggling with chronic spasms and health conditions. It started with neck and shoulder pain. And it progressed because of how I didn't take care of myself. I want to share with you guys quickly things I do that helps me with my anxiety. 
So first of all, I work with a therapist on anxiety and I highly recommend that if you guys believe you have anxiety or ADHD, work with a therapist and get help. There's nothing to be ashamed of. We need to get help so that we can function better and we can understand our system better. The things that help me besides therapist is every time I do something stressful, I move my body. Basically, you know, we are energy, right? We have to move that charged energy from out of our body. I go for a walk or I go dancing or I do like running exercises, quick cardio exercises that help me. And another thing I do is gratitude journaling. So I have a tendency to negatively think and my thoughts constantly race into negative thoughts. I have to constantly bring myself back to being grateful to what I have now and what happened today. So I have a gratitude journal and I write there three things I'm grateful for every day to train my body to think positively and not dwell on the doom and how things were bad because that's where my natural tendency go. Another thing I do is journaling. So when I have thoughts that come up, most of the time I have to say this one is a tricky one. So I have to, when I have thoughts going on, I don't even realize that it's happening. And then I don't even realize that I'm all emotionally charged up and suddenly I am exploding, right? Now I am trying to, even if that happens, try to remember if there are any thoughts that were running at that time. If I remember now, I write those thoughts so that I can see and understand why that thinking led me to feel that emotion. And sometimes it can lead you back to a childhood trauma that you have to work on and process. And that's where the journaling comes. Another thing I highly recommend is journaling. Just basically writing down in like freestyle, what are the things you're feeling and how it's affecting you and basically just get this out, right? It's sort of like a form of meditation in a way, but in a writing way. So I have a writing journal and I guess I also do affirmations and some people use prayers. I am a spiritual person. I believe in the universe or source, I call it. I don't call it God. I feel the connection and I believe that things will work out for me. I have certain affirmations I say to myself and repeat every day to keep me in a positive mood. And I was listening to one of the podcasts recently and this woman was saying like three C's for anxiety and I thought it was helpful and I thought I'll share with you guys. She was saying that when you experience influx of negative thoughts, those three C's stand for catch, challenge, and change. Can you catch your thoughts and start writing them down? And then once you write down, can you look at that thought and challenge it? So for example, one of the negative thoughts I had previously was every time I got angry, I had unconscious thought that I am a bad mom, that I'm failing at this motherhood thing. Then after this exercise, I started challenging it. Is it true? Don't I have times when I was a great mom? Absolutely. There are times where I'm a great mom, when I am taking them on adventures, when I am doing art projects with them, when I am giggling and chasing them around the house, doing peekaboo or other things. So, so I'm realizing in that moment that my unconscious negative thought that makes me feel terrible about myself is not true. And then I work on changing my thought pattern through affirming something that is true and I want it to be true. And you have to really believe in it, right? And this is going to take some time. This is something I do in my daily life and I'm working on it to make sure that I am rerouting some new neural pathways in my brain to start thinking positively. 
Anyways, guys, I hope it helps. Know that anxiety is a very serious mental condition. And if you have it, I hope you will get some help. And I hope that you don't feel ashamed about it or struggling alone with this. Educate yourself, read books, and learn your unconscious fears that bring up anxiety. Study them, challenge them, and begin taking your power back. Other people in the world who are successful parenting and realizing that this anxiety thing, I don't know if we can ever overcome it. I think this is going to come up in our daily lives in different ways. So I just have to accept, I think, this fact. But I have to create a life where it shouldn't stop me, right? When I look at people who are successful in parenting and living with anxiety, other people like that, yes, if they can do it, I think we can do it too. If you guys want to learn more about anxiety, I'm happy to look for some expert that we can talk about this and dive deeper. I'm just curious to know how anxiety shows up in your life. So I shared with you guys how it shows up in my life and how it affects me. If you are struggling with anxiety and need help, comment to us and we will try to bring some experts or some stories that can help you to find your way to creating a life that you want, even though you have anxiety. Thank you so much again. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. If anything resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Nurjan Sturbens or inside a free Facebook Foreign Born Mama community group. If this podcast helped you in any way, please share it with a friend. Let's share some love in little ways we can. Finally, if you are a foreign-born mama and have an inspiring story to share that can help other foreign-born moms in their struggles, I would love to connect with you and feature you on this podcast. You can DM me on Facebook to set up a call.